welcome to Explore, the official podcast of the University of Exeter. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about all things finance and budgeting ahead of the new academic year. And today we're fortunate enough to be joined by Vix, who is the manager at the Student Guild's Advice Unit. Thank you for joining us today. Please can you introduce yourself and your role? Hi, my name's Fix, and I'm the manager of the Guild Advice Service. So uh, the advice service supports students with independent, free, impartial advice on uh, some diff- different topics. We do lots of academic stuff around appeals, complaints, academic misconducts. We do housing uh, around looking for housing problems, uh, often if there are problems with landlords or agents, getting a deposit back. Um, and then we do some other kind of student-on-student complaints and welfare, well-being stuff. Um, And then we do lots around finance. So that's lots around student finance and how your student finance works, Um, uh, things around budgeting and around if people are in financial hardship, um, supporting them and kind of signposting where they might want to go. Uh, For for students who have financial queries or uh, any queries and want to get in contact with you, what is the best way to do that? So we have an email address, which is advice at exeterguild.com, and we will respond within five working days, but often it's shorter than that. Um, And then we have bookable, self-bookable appointments that people can book into on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday afternoon. And when you go onto our website, you can see how to book and then the student will choose whether they want to book in person or if they want an online appointment. And those are like 20 minute appointments, just an easy way to get quick contact. And then we'll do lots of other kind of meetings and things like that. And today we're going to be focusing on uh, finance and budgeting. And for many uh, students, university is the first time um, to experience living independently and also budgeting for the first time. What top tips would you give to students? Um, I think the biggest one is is understanding how your finances are going to look. So most of our students are funded using um, student finance, maintenance loan and tuition fee loan, although there are some students who self-fund or who families have got funding and they, they support them. But um, understanding that your money is going to come in in three instalments uh, if you're an undergraduate and that it's going to cover everything. So you're going to have to look at those manage your life by those sort of three termly blocks and if you can get what you need out of that money that you've got that's great but you also need to look and think oh I might not have enough I've got to see it so definitely before you've even started understanding what you're going to get and that's through your student finance letter if you're a master's student for example you'll get a lot less I think people think it's going to be the similar to the maintenance loan that you get but it isn't it's just one lump sum um, and it's about 11,000 so it's quite a lot less so making sure you can understand how you're going to afford things and for our international students is obviously the cost of coming to live um, and study here is just making sure you've got enough and a bit of a backup if anything were to go wrong so that would be one of mine is understanding uh the second one if you haven't is to create a budget so save the student did a survey in 2021 and we're expecting the next one where they said one in ten students don't budget and um we know that often a financial hardship is a reason that students might be thinking that they can't continue um and it causes them stress so if
if you can manage your budget and if you've never done one before then we're running uh, budgeting workshops across the whole year and we'll do one-to-one -one budgeting there's loads of tools online you can do lots of videos and demos but it's very simply going to be working out what your absolute need to pay is so that's probably going to be something you're legally um, contracted to pay which is going to be your rent perhaps your phone bill things like that then what you need to pay to live which is going to be your food and things like that and then you're going to have some left over which is a kind of your wants and desires money where you're going to have to balance out oh, I'd like to do this and maybe I can do that so definitely if you haven't done it before budget um, and the third one is I think um, there are loads of tips out there on how to save money how to get money back so a, a website like save the student has got loads of ideas and links to other websites and i think it's not looking at getting lots of money in but you could get money off this if you're spending money anyway there's websites that give you some cash back if you're looking at food there's websites that go look right this this is out of date or if you if you're going online there's deals and codes you can put in if you're getting something anyway so there's lots of ways to just chip little bits away um, and that could be really helpful so there's there's and there's loads more on the website and where can students find out um when these budgeting workshops are taking place so that will be on our guild um advice website um we are going to be running them from september but also if people weren't too sure about a, a workshop because they're going to be physical in the beginning if we can if we have an interest in online we'll do them online as well or we'll do them one-to-one -one. um sometimes you need to have a couple of sessions you go away you create a budget maybe things change um and we'll be offering that so it'll all be on our website and, and as of the date of recording to July 2022 uh, the cost of kind of everyday household items is, is going up and the weekly shop is more expensive than perhaps has ever been. What advice would you give to students who are worrying about the general uh, cost of living? I think it's really reasonable to worry about it because it as you say it has gone up we saw energy prices rise in the summer and we know they're going to rise again so energy prices is one where that I think you need to make sure you've shopped around, you're on the best deal that you can do, as long as you've checked that in with your landlord and they're happy if you change providers um, and that you've got an idea of how much that's going to cost so you can budget out. We know that maintenance loan doesn't cover living costs for lots of students, depending on what you've got. So you can do as much budgeting and planning as you can. Um, eating, planning your meals, making sure that you can do, there's lots of cheap recipes out there, or if you're with housemates, you can um, cook together to save money, because sometimes that's cheaper than cooking just for one person. Um, I think with lockdown, we got used to delivering getting stuff delivered to us um, and takeaways became a treat because there wasn't much else going on and that sometimes has continued now that things are a bit more back to normal but those are quite expensive ways um, of eating and things like that but I think you can do you can be really sensible with your money you can follow all the tips and ultimately it might be that it still doesn't cover things so if you're beginning to really worry I think it's just to start reach out to someone for some support the university has the successful all fund 
which is a fund you can apply to. And you might apply to that for a one-off cost, a big cost, say um, you had to get a deposit for next year or something like that, but also just living costs. It, no matter how much you try, the ingoing and the outgoing just aren't matching. So there is support there. Um, and if it's impacting your well-being, you're worrying about it, reaching out to well-being, um, reaching out to ourselves if you do want some kind of tips and working with you on how to make your money go further. But I think it's quite a reasonable worry, but not to keep it to yourself. Um, we know there can be attractive offers to borrow money from loan sharks. Students, um, people sometimes think students aren't using them, but they are. Or students are sort of maybe trying to find other ways to make money. But um, don't don't go down that route, basically, because they can just end up costing more money. Just reach out to the university services for support. You might also want to go to Career Zone, and they have loads of part time jobs that can be really good. Um, I think about on average last year it was about four hundred and thirty pounds students were earning extra, and that was about the same amount as the maintenance loan didn't cover. So it we can see that loads of students are taking really sensible, proactive measures and um, making it work for them. Thank you. That was really, really helpful. For, for, for students uh, arriving in September, are there any must-dos in terms of finances or anything you think students should be thinking about? I think most of our arrivals in September will often go into um, catered accommodation. So then it's just thinking about what you're going to do for your lunches. And if you are worried about money, I know not everybody is. But if you are, it's things like taking packed lunches. Study is obviously an important reason why students are coming here. But we also want students to get part of um, societies and really live the student experience so sometimes it might be looking at events nights on and thinking right I still want to do those because they're still an important part there is a society hardship fund um, so that might be something to look at um, and I think sometimes at Exeter people can feel like they, they might be the only one struggling with money they might be in with other people who are not but just to reassure people that that's really not it's not the norm that um, people aren't having to think a bit more and be a bit more careful about money. Um, if you were someone who had higher expenses, perhaps you were a carer or you had someone at home that wasn't very well, so you went home more often. Again, there might be some pots of monies in bursaries for people that have got um, different living situations or they don't have contact with their parents, so they haven't got that family financial support. And again, to reach out to us because there's potential to help there as well. If you would like further information on budgeting and finance, we have included relevant links in the description. Thank you for listening.